Good evening, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It's Bill from Top Fan Rivalry. I am so excited for this podcast tonight because this is the flip side to what you guys heard on Tuesday. This is Thursday evening, the 6th, and this will drop tomorrow morning, which is exciting. We've got teams represented for most of the playoff teams, and they're going to tell you what they think along with a couple few predictions. So, And we'll have some more that will jump on uh, throughout the podcast. So uh, hopefully we'll have three or four more on, and we'll just have a good time. So we're going to start off uh, by everybody introducing themselves, maybe where they're from. Uh, if you want to find them on Instagram, they'll give you the Instagram handle and then what team um, they represent. So, Mike, I'm going to have you start out there. Mikey, where are you from? Uh, Mikey Bleeds Blue, uh, Northern California. Uh, Dodgers. Dodgers, baby. There you go. There you go. Jamie. Uh, I am in. Oh, I guess I'm in Central California now. Um, Dodgers fan, but I used to be a Giants fan for 40 years, so just newly converted. Oh, she found Jesus. (laughs) I certainly did. (laughs) In the lights. You should read some of her articles, Danny. They're up on the site. You'll really think she found Jesus when she tells you how she converted to being a giant uh, Dodger fan. Nice. It's awesome. That's awesome, Jackson. Uh, I'm I'm Jackson. I'm I'm the top fan stats guy on Instagram and on the weekly podcast. I yep. I live in Pennsylvania. I'm a Braves fan. I'm not very popular around here, but that's okay. <laughs> we still love you, Jackson. It's okay. We still we still love you, Jackson. It's okay. We'll we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Jason. Uh, good evening, everybody. Jason. Um, I am in uh, Southern California in the Coachella Valley. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Bourbon and Baseball. Nice to be here. Good. And what's your team? Uh, New York Yankees, baby. Bingo. New York Yankees. Let's go. And for those of you that don't know Jason that are listening to this, you got to go to the Top Fan Rivalry website. He has posted a bunch of articles, and there's one that's dropping tomorrow that talks about pitching. And I got to tell you, Jason, I went through that thing four times today after I could get it, and uh, I love the way you broke it down in the analysis that you gave. It was fantastic. I appreciate that, man. I'm looking forward to seeing what the response is and how everybody feels. I'm glad it's going up tomorrow. You betcha. You betcha. Dustin, my new friend, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Name's Dustin. I'm from Northeast Wisconsin, and uh, I am a fan of none other than the St. Louis Cardinals. I'm also known as Bobble De Niro on Instagram, so drop me a follow. Appreciate it. Come check out the madness that is my collection. Yeah. Dustin does a great job. That Instagram page is phenomenal. And uh, Dustin just did a podcast recently. I've been looking for a Cardinal fan all season and Dustin I'll jump on and, and he's been fantastic and his podcast really hit off well. So he's got, he's got a, a good, uh, core group of people. So, um, that being said, uh, I love it. I love it. Okay. Uh, Brett, you're up next. How you doing? I'm uh, Brett McMahon. I am, uh, from right outside the city of Philadelphia. Pandemic crew on Instagram, Facebook, Tinder, all the socials. And I represent the Philadelphia <laughs> October, baby. Did you just say Tinder? <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm glad we covered that one. That's the first time I've heard that on Top Fan Rivalry. So. <laughs> Is it cold in the room there, Brett? I'm not sure, man. But Maybe I want married. you to know I'm stealing that line. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What, that's yeah, well, that is awesome. 
Ne- I'm next- getting the case of the vapors. Ne- <laughs> Uh, next time brett uh we have reva on here or we have tiana on here or something like that those are the people you want to talk to jamie's happily married but enjoy <laughs> the tinder uh uh pandemic crew <laughs> you get your choice of brett or oscar we're a two-man show <laughs> that's right that's right that's awesome all right mr danny okay uh my name is danny and i am dodger fan page 88 my address 316 east prince road tucson arizona 85 353. Just kidding. I haven't lived there since 1989, but okay. So seriously, uh, Dodger fan, Dodger fan page 88 on Instagram. Hey, Philly Fandemic. I love it. I want to steal that name. And uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to use that Tinder line. <laughs> the, the Fandemic crew does so much charity stuff, Danny. They are awesome. They are nice. awesome. Nice. Yeah, definitely, guys. Give me a follow. Shoot me a DM and I will follow you back. And Danny, um, Danny does a lot of lives. He's got a lot of uh, good things going on. And Danny, do you have any relation to the Dodgers whatsoever, like a real estate agent or anything like that? Do I have affiliation with the Dodgers? Oh, you mean Cody Bellinger's mother is my realtor? Yes. Yeah, there you go. For Bellinger, help me get my place. So, nice. so just so that you know, if you ever say anything, Nick, Cody can be 0 for 97 and Danny's still going to tell you that he's going to win the MVP. I promise you that. <laughs> if you don't believe it, ask Mikey. Mikey, am I right? On the off chance that Jennifer might be listening, you know, but it's okay. <laughs> Thomas. All right. It's Thomas, uh, Instagram, Twitter, everything, Fred Thomas 05. I am the resident Braves fan. I am a season ticket holder living just outside of Georgia. Uh, excuse me, just outside of Atlanta. And, of course, uh, defending World Series champs. Everyone's chasing us. You're Scary. coming for us. Scary. You need to be afraid of the Choptober that's happening in Atlanta. Scary, October. bro. October. Not- yeah. Choptober. Choptober. You need to be worried about Choptober and uh, – the apparently the tinder handle for um pandemic crew but we're all good with that right that's the best thing i've heard maybe he can make his tinder handle choptober who knows man maybe that might pick up some uh, nice hits i don't think his wife's gonna like that too much but you know if there's if there's a place for uh you thomas at jason's house by all means i recommend it but otherwise i might hold (laughs) off on that your wife might not like it too much the girls no i'm just saying right now the girls uh podcast the when we have ladies night is so much more tame than this so <laughs> hats off to you guys that's true <laughs> <laughs> there you go. wow all right david you're up last i'm up last yay um name's dave here um i'm like like brett i'm just outside of philadelphia i of course am rooting for the return of red october the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, follow me on Instagram at unknown baseball facts uh, daily or sometimes whenever I feel like it, I post daily baseball facts and yeah, we just keep going and I've written some articles here on top Man and just here for the fun stuff. Hey, Mostly daily Dave, baseball. Dave, is that unknown baseball facts? Yes. Unknown. Baseball now, facts. do you know you have an unknown picture right now? Yes. Yeah. Just so you know, your camera's <laughs> off. But you know. Yeah, yeah. My my camera decided to stop working right before this started. So. 
Oh, sorry. No worries. Good. Good. You're, good. You're good. You're good. And and Dave has wrote a few articles for Top Fan. He just sent me one that I'm going to review here and put up either Friday or Saturday as well. Um, Dave is just a great guy all around. Good dude. And I mean, this is what Top Fan is, right? It's fan involved. It's all of us talking about our teams. It's all of us talking about um, our players and things like that. And uh and Danny's realtor and and Brett's uh, Tinder handle. So it's, as long as we got those things, we got everything we need, right? Dave's not here. He's got no picture. That's fine. Right here. <laughs> there you go. So Dave, uh, David, I'm going to have you lead off with the first question, and then Brett, I'm going to take it over to you for the same question. Um, since you both are Phillies fans, uh, Dave, uh, David, I'll have you start out. Uh, how do you feel about your team's 2022 season? Well, to say. Uh... Um, hmm. say, saying it short and sweet, starting it, not the best. going to say it out loud, not the best. Um, when we hired our new Lord and Savior, Bob Thompson, as our interim manager, we became the talk of the town that no one wanted to talk about because literally everyone talked about other teams except for the Phillies. Um, but overall, I think we did a really good job coming back. We did a great job in getting stuff at deadlines and, and trying to get some things worked together and we just did really other than a couple of snacks this year i think we did great and we somehow stumbled into a playoff spot love it brett what do you have for 2022 you know 2022 we were actually reflecting talking about it the other night and it almost seems like some of the stuff in the beginning of the season was so long ago that it's a whole nother season ago you know we started with girardi and um, you know, I'm not going to bury your thumb under a bus too much, but I've heard some stories about Girardi and the way he is with managing a team, and he wasn't the right fit here. But Philly Rob, he came in, everybody was like, yo, what, what is this? What are we doing here? Giving up our rent. And he came in, and they went on a tear. And he's the first manager to uh, take a team to the postseason, you know, taking over as an interim manager with a record that it is. Um, I, I, I – personally felt it was a great season because losing Harper for a while made other players step up. Like, you know, Harper going out correlated with JT stepping up. You know, we had Schwarber with, with the month of June all the way up to June 38th or so when he finally cooled off, you know, mid-July. Um, you know, I mean, it's the Phillies, you know, we were nervous. You know, we're outside of Stadium the other night watching it, and then we saw the Diamondbacks blow it, and then the Phillies starting to blow it. And but you know what? Here we are. We're in the postseason. And just like back in the day, we are the team to beat. There you go. There you go. I always love it when Brett comes on because I love the poster behind him in the powder blue. The uh, who's it? That's Schmidt and who else in the powder blue? And Carlton. Carlton. Okay. Okay. Fire there you nice. go. Fire like, nice, huh? There you go. I love that. I love that. All right, good uh, good call. So uh, we'll start. We'll go Jackson and then Thomas for the Braves. Uh, I'm only going to use one phrase that I use very often, and it's "chicks dig the long balls." How I feel about the Braves season this year, uh, you know that sacrifice bunts are for for wusses. Apparently, as as I told Bill earlier this evening, it took him 161 games to do one. So. We know the game plan entering the postseason. It's going to be hit hit dingers, pitch well and hit dingers. You know, um, started off really slow, and then you know the Braves kind of just caught fire, and everyone was waiting for them to cool off, and they never did. So uh, you, I feel good as a Braves fan hitting into the postseason. You know, edged out the Mets for the division. I I I would have been fine in the wild card round, but you know the extra days of rest will help. 
And yeah. I, I think they're they're pride. I think they're the team to beat in the National League. The Mets matched, man. It was just crazy to see. I mean, not really. The Braves played like almost 40 games over 500 they're, <laughs> that they're last part of the season. Up. That's crazy. No, that, thank you for the Mets. We always love when the Mets do terrible. Well, <laughs> Brett, you called it earlier this year. I think when you and I and Oscar were on a podcast, you called it and said something about how the Mets will met. Don't worry. And I'm like, okay, I, I, I'm not familiar with that phrase, but okay. All right. And you were right. So that's a popular phrase in the uh, Philadelphia region. Mets going to Met. <laughs> there, there you go. There you Even go. Mets fans say that, man. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, Thomas, what you got? All right. Braves just put together their ninth hundred win season since 19 excuse me 1876 when we were founded longest continuously running franchise in major league baseball in only 900 win seasons and i'm still i'm still waiting for the braves to hit their peak because they not everybody has been on at the exact same time so as good as the braves have been this regular season i'm still waiting for us to get as good as we can be yeah that's and that's a good call and and Brett and Thomas and Jackson can attest to this. We did a podcast earlier and I said, hey, the NL East is going to be the division to watch because you've got three teams in that division that are lights out and are going to fight to the death. And that's exactly what happened. And all three teams made it in. So that's that's good. That's good. All right, Dustin, uh, tell us about the Cardinals. Yeah, so one word to describe this season and just how I feel is very fortunate. It's been a very fun season to watch. We've had our skids here and there. I mean, especially in, I think it was June or July, things were not looking very good. But beginning of the season, Pujols was coming back. He exceeded expectations. We thought he was just going to be a dugout guy. He ended up hitting 700 home runs, which was not on my bingo card when I started the season. Uh, Molina and Wainwright getting the, uh, the battery uh, starts record. Uh, battery wins a record too. I'm pretty sure this year uh, gold Goldschmidt Arenado having great seasons. Um, and ultimately the best part for me, especially living in Wisconsin as a Cardinals fan is that we were underdogs in our division. The Brewers were heavily favored, but we won and even better. We won on their home turf when we clinched it. So feeling very fortunate. Yes. And I, and I got to give your manager some props for taking out Wainwright uh, Molina and Teal Albert at the same time that that was a class act showing the best of best of baseball. Absolutely. So, and I don't care if anybody thinks that he was showing anybody up, tell him to call me. I, I think that was the biggest class act of all. Um, and if they have any issues, I live in Tucson, Arizona, um, whatever address Danny's. No, I'm teasing. 316 <laughs> Road. There you go. <laughs> It's an empty lot now, but you'll find me there. <laughs> there you go. All right, uh, Dr. Beck, who do you got? Uh, or What do you think about the Yankees season for uh, 2022? Oh, M freaking G, ladies and gentlemen. If there is one word to describe the Yankee season in the boogie down, it's a uh, roller coaster, perhaps. I mean, you know, uh, started out like gangbusters, winning like 21 straight series. You think you have the, uh, you know, the East wrapped up and then boom, 
you just kind of tank and it, it's kind of like, again, reminds me of the Colossus at Knott's Berry Farm, man. You know, it's like up and then a huge, tremendous drop in the gut and mm-hmm. uh, gets you every time. And so, you know, as we get head into the postseason where we're, uh, you know, usually prepared for uh, trying to get for that 28th World Series championship, there's still lots of questions to be asked. We have a shot to run deep, but uh, there's still some questions that remain. But you had something special happen this year. What was it? Oh, man. Uh, when they called up Oswaldo Cabrera, you mean? Or, oh, I mean. <laughs> yeah, not, that was what I was worried about. Yeah, that, that was. Yeah, that was groundbreaking. 62 yeah. bombs, man. I mean, you know, that it was an epic season. And I think uh, regardless of who you root for as a baseball fan, to see history it unfold in front of our eyes is something that for the rest of our lives we'll be able to say. And I mean, watching all the Maris highlights as a kid growing up and watching the and like, wow, I, I couldn't be there. I didn't see that. And seeing knowing that this is going to last forever and people are going to see this and it's just monumental. And it's legitimately clean. Mm-hmm. Well-deserved. Yes, absolutely, man. Yeah. I, didn't yeah. know that the, I didn't know that the New York stock market would have basically equivalent to New York Yankees in the last two months. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it helps when you're seven, eight and you swing a tree. Um, because anytime you connect with it, you're going to do something special, but man, it was, yeah. it was special. And to Danny's point, I loved what Roger Maris Jr. Said, Hey, this is a clean record. So yeah. you know, now let's go out and get 73. If any of you guys have MLB TV, check out MLB TV. They have a, a loop of all of Aaron judges, 62 homers this year. And there's not one cheap shot in the group, man. Not one that just cleared the fence. Not one that just escaped the outfielder's glove and went into the, the bleachers just short of right field. Nothing. I mean, these are bombs, man. Each and every single one of them. And, I mean, will he have a season like this again? I, you know, there, there's no, no telling. But he's had seasons leading up to this. We've seen it coming. And so... When- when he comes to los angeles next year he'll have that season just kidding (laughs) i think he's building a house in arizona on your property (laughs) okay so jason what you were supposed to say was danny no problem we'll give you aaron judge if you'll give us fungal bats batting practice balls and cody bellinger (laughs) and then see what happens to danny he's like nope i'm out never mind he's not gonna he's the mvp straight turner to the yankees straight turner to the yankees straight turner to the yankees no, 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 no. You are not taking my tray, sexy slide turner. Absolutely not. I talk about <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Mikey, tell me about the, the Dodgers for uh for this season. Well, pre- pretty incredible. 111 wins. We didn't have Walker Bueller for most of the year. We didn't have our closer, Cody Bellinger, Max Muncy, forgot how to hit. Um, you, you point out those things and you're like, wow, it, it could probably maybe be a long year, but people picked it up. Tyler Anderson kind of came out of nowhere really and had a, a career year. Tony Gonsolin. I mean, I, I wish our, our starting staff was a little more 
bolstered for the for the long postseason run, but you know, um, they they seem to always come through. So yeah, 111 wins, pretty magical. Yeah, it's great stuff. It's great stuff. Um, I love that too. And and a lot of what you said, a lot about the injuries too, and some of these guys struggling a little bit. Now, Cody's the MVP. Danny already knows that, so we don't have to talk about he didn't struggle at all. That that 119 batting average was perfect. Um, that's what we were looking for. Oh no, that's Joey Gallo's batting average. Oh, that's my bad. That's my bad. <laughs> and you know, you know. <laughs> Oh Christ! Gallo didn't do much better for the Dodgers. There you go. There you go. But he's on the playoff roster apparently, so I don't don't really get it. That's a whole other podcast. That's a whole other podcast. Great defensively, but boy, learn how to put a bat on a ball (laughs) and find a jersey that fits. Um, Jamie, (laughs) you with the Dodgers? (laughs) Uh, outstanding. Um, just looking at the wins and the run differential, I mean, we're well into the 800s. Um, just <laughs> it's just insane. Um, I'm thinking Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, um, and Trey Turner for a lot of those runs, or most of those runs. Um, and you know, now that we're going into the postseason, I think we're going to see Belly just kind of open up because that's usually what he does. That's um, right. And <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just I, I think we're on a good, steady track. Just we just need to play baseball. And um, yeah, I know women our chicks dig the long ball. So yeah, that's why I'm a Dodger fan. We have more home runs this year than the Braves. There you go, Jackson. And uh, Jamie, you just played right into Danny's hand, by the way. Danny, who did you say on the live last night is the MVP for the World Series? Okay, so I want Cody Bellinger to be the MVP because (laughs) here's what that means. If he's MVP, that means the Dodgers won the World (laughs) Series. If he's MVP, I'm taking a jersey to Jennifer's house to get him to sign it when he comes home. Um, Seriously, though, uh, Dodgers, what a magical season. 111 wins. And Mikey pointed out, we didn't have Dustin May. We didn't have Trevor, whatever his name is. We didn't have Walker Bueller. We didn't have uh, Clayton Kershaw for part of the season. Um, I mean, you know, we really and then when you look at Max Muncie and how his numbers were down and you look at Cody Bellinger and how he just barely struggled, barely. Um, just kidding. He really struggled. <laughs> I mean, and you look at all of that, the Dodgers and then for our Cardinals fan, dude, how can you not be romantic about baseball? Yeah. Are you kidding. Albert Pujols. Wainwright, I mean, you guys, how you made them exit and Albert Pujols, um, dude, I, I love T.O. Albert. Yeah. So I'm happy, I'm happy for you guys. Um, may you not struggle against the Braves and have that beautiful exit against the Dodgers. Yeah. Or go Braves until you play the Dodgers. Hey, whatever. We're all, we're all good here. <laughs> it's baseball. That's all that matters. Exactly. Exactly. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to wrap, I I'm going to wrap two questions into one here. Dustin, I'm going to start with you and then we're going to go over to the Braves guys. So we'll go Thomas and Jackson, but Dustin, 
and, and, and B, with these two questions, they're kind of tough. So be realistic with it, right? But Dustin, who do you think your, what do you think your biggest asset is in the playoffs? And then what team are you most concerned or most nervous about matching up with? And that could be in the division series. That could be the wild card series. That could be the championship. It can be world series. I don't care, but which one concerns you the most? Yeah. So I think our biggest asset is the fact that I feel like we've been overlooked on a performance basis all year. We've gotten a lot of press because of Albert and all of our milestones that our players have reached, but and like the start of the year was rough and we found our stride. Uh, like I said earlier, we, you know, I don't know, some people might say you don't have a hundred wins um, and, and we're one of the division winners or the winners of our division. Um, but like to point out, like in the last 30 years, the World Series was won by a team with 95 or more wins only half the time. So I don't know if necessarily wins is going to guarantee that you're even in the World Series. But we got, a, you know, we got a lot of good guys on paper. I think we stack up about as good. It's just the season didn't shake out the way that any of us really had hoped. But we ended up winning the division. Um Going into the postseason, I'm, I can't help but say and, you know, give y'all Dodgers fans your props. You know, the Dodgers, I'm worried the most about them. The Braves, you know, they're returning champs, but the Dodgers, they got an all-star team in their starting lineup. They've got guys with World Series rings. Uh, most of, you know, those players were on the 2020 Dodgers squad. You got Freddie, Mookie, Kimbrell, who have also won World Series with other teams. You got four former MVPs, including Freddie Freeman, probably winning this year. Um, but then, you know, in the, you know, if we somehow get past the Dodgers so, somehow, you know, I worry about the Astros for similar reasons. They're, they're stacked. Check for trash cans first and you'll be fine. Right. Right. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. All right, Thomas, I, Dustin, I love that analysis. I love it. Thomas, same question. So, what do you think your biggest asset is with the Braves in the playoffs? And then what do you, who do you, or who are you most concerned with? All right. For the Braves biggest asset, I'm going to go with the bottom of our lineup. I haven't looked at any stats for it, but I got to say our seven, eight, nine for the Braves have to be one of the strongest bottom lineups in the entire or in the entire league, let alone in the or on playoffs right now. It's hard to find a out when you look at the Braves lineup from top to bottom. And I love the Braves lineup for just turning over the lineup to get to that top. So you have that Acuna, Swanson, Riley, with people on base. That's when we set our damage. And as far as the team that I'm most afraid of, it has to be the Cardinals because the Cardinals know how to find magic. If you look back, what was that, 2019, they put 10 runs on us in the first inning. Makes no sense just – blows my mind and then when you have the players that they have going out of their um, careers this year they're going to fight that much harder Wainwright Molina uh, Pujols it's just I don't want to see them so I hate to say it but I'm hoping the Phillies beat them because I'm not afraid of the Phillies at all whatsoever but I don't want to see the Cardinals in the NODS <laughs> and and Jackson or I'm sorry uh, Thomas remind me does Harris hit at the bottom of your lineup? He hits number nine, doesn't he? He flip-flops. He's hitting literally every single position in the lineup this year. 
I love seeing him back Mike, though. That's my favorite spot in the lineup to see him in. But for the past two or three series, he's been batting third. So for Dodger fans, for Danny, Mikey, Jamie, Harris is the equivalent of us having Gavin Lux, who was batting 300 at the bottom. Like Harris is dangerous at that bottom of that lineup. And flipping it over to Acuna and to, like you said, Austin Riley and Dansby Swanson, it's a little scary. So that good call. Thomas, I like that. That's a very, very good call. And Philly guys, I'll have you guys on next. So Brett, get ready, and David, get ready. But, uh, <laughs> since since he threw the softball out there, I gotta I gotta let you guys. Brett's over here going like this, stretching it out. He's getting ready, right? Brett's already got the five minute for fighting and the two minute instigator. He's working on the game misconduct. <laughs> um, that that's the language you understand this time of year, right, Brett? Oh, yeah, definitely. Not a huge Flyers fan, but I definitely know all about them. There you go. <laughs> Jackson, what do you got uh, on the, the Braves aspect of it? Uh, I agree with Thomas. I think the Braves' greatest strength is the depth of their lineup and flipping it over to the top of the order. Uh, this lineup all year, I mean, from the ninth spot, I have the splits pulled up here. Uh, they had 96 RBIs from the nine hole this year, Whoa. which is absolutely just outrageous. <laughs> um Wow. And, and, and Jamie, I, I, I'm going to do this to you. I'm going to fact check you. The Braves hit 30 more home runs than the Dodgers this season. <laughs> so uh, I think that's, that, that's their big strength. It's, it's the long ball and in the playoffs, the long ball does play a big role. It, it sounds weird. The all or nothing approach, but how you beat good pitchers like Julio Rios, Clayton Kershaw, you, you got to hit home runs and the Braves, I think another great strength they have is absolutely killing left-handed pitching. They have a 780 OPS. Uh, the Cardinals are very left-handed heavy, and the Dodgers are very left-handed heavy. So as a Braves fan, I'm not very afraid of either of them. I'm more afraid of the Braves themselves. You know, they're the, they've been their biggest enemies this season. A lot of the – they could have closed out a series against the Cardinals. They blew a save. They could have closed out a series against the Dodgers. They blew a couple of saves. It's when they lose that focus for that one inning, they can lose a series. But when they're on, it's – it's pretty much cut and dry after the seventh inning going from Rysel Iglesias to AJ Minter to Kenley Jansen. It's Kenley Jansen. It's like, okay. Yeah. When Kenley look, when Kenley Jansen's on, he'll get you a one, two, three inning nice and easy. It's when he's on. He, when he's he, on. He, oh, wait, 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 wait. Say that one more time. Kenley Jansen. We've, we've, all, we've all seen it. Uh, when we he's know, on. Hey. We hey. know, we know, we know when he's on and when he's off. Yeah, <laughs> say what, say what you want, but he led the league in saves this year. One, yes, he one did. out of every nineteen times. Well, let's just hope he doesn't have another daughter in in the interim, right? Because you know we don't want his you don't want his you know attention divided. Well, I, I I'm going to make a bold pr- prediction and say he's going to strike out Freddie Freeman to send the Braves to the World Series. Oh. It'll be poetic justice. So put wow. me on record. If the wow. Braves get swept I'm... in the NLDS, you'll find me under a rock somewhere here in Pennsylvania. But that's my prediction. <laughs> Jackson, I'll come give you a hug, man. Yeah, <laughs> and, and Jackson lives in Tucson at some address that doesn't exist anymore. But, <laughs> you, you know, Danny and Jackson are there at that address. So we might – Danny, will we find Jimmy Hoffa at that same address too? Is that possible? Mm, maybe. Maybe. Okay, there you go. All right. For some reason we just lost Thomas. I wonder if his phone just died. Um, okay, Brett and then David. All right. So in Philadelphia, we have this saying that goes across all five of our sports team, Philly versus everybody. And that's 
mentality that the Phillies have really embraced. Our greatest asset, our greatest attribute is that we have some perseverance going on. We haven't thrown some wrenches this year, and it's just like, Carper's out, whatever. The daycare will step up. The daycare is all our young guys. Girardi's not working out, whatever. We got Philly Rob waiting over here. Our bullpen, one guy goes down, another guy comes up. It always seems somebody there to pick us up. There always seems to be that next guy that you're not expecting. I mean, it wasn't surprising that Matt Veerling won an MVP one of these series because they just have these guys that just come up out of nowhere and come in clutch when they need to. If you really look at the Phillies this year, they've gone, you know, through, you know, a little bit of a upheaval here and there. But what I've seen that I haven't seen in years, this team loves each other. This team gets along. This team is there. This team is committed to each other. Um, you know, and kind of what uh, Jackson, Jackson Wright was saying, I feel like our biggest enemy is ourselves as well. Like, you know, our greatest, our greatest rival. Um, we, um, you know, we, we, we tend to start, something and then blow it somehow we've done that multiple times and it's just because guys start getting shit in their heads a little bit but if i had to pick a team nobody's talking about them but if we ever if we, when we had to play the blue jays in the world series which was my prediction beforehand i think the blue jays always have our number like historically I have no idea why are you guys gonna lace up mitch williams again or wow He's now he got in trouble for something man he's, he's like mlb blacklisted i don't know why i forget what he did like yelled at a baseball coach like at his kid's game or something not surprising but yes you did call out at the beginning of the season and i remember that and so that that would be a repeat of 1993 correct and so yeah put dave hollins at third <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Resurrect some of these guys, you know, and get, get them back in the game. Uh, They're all Tommy Green today. There you go. I've got a great question to ask you as we finish up, because I think I know your answer. Um, David, uh, your thoughts. And then we're going to go Dodger crew and Jason, you're going to wrap this category up before. We I'm, go still, I'm still here. Um, I'm still living. So no one, no one feel afraid of that. Um, okay. We were worried there. Uh, nope. So Crate's hat has come on, so prepare for okay. a philosophy lesson in about two minutes. Um, <laughs> I, I agree with everything that Brett said. I think um, we've had so much adversity thrown our way, and the fact that we've had basically these baby these baby Philly people come up and just take care of things whenever something gets thrown our way, you know, we're able to overcome all of it. We're able to persevere, fight through all of it. Um, and that's been our, that's been probably our greatest asset. And I mean, I think the greatest um, challenge that we have is not just ourselves, but it's also the environments that we will be playing in. For the most part, this postseason will be always on the road because we are the lowest seed. We won't necessarily have a home game in the playoffs until game three of the LDS. That's, that is even if we get there. So that, that lack of a real hometown crowd, that's really going to be hurting us in the long run. Um, and, I've, and I just feel that if, if we can get quality outings from all of our pitchers, then we're fine. But our bullpen is, once again, it's, still, it's as shaky as this table that I'm currently recording on. Um, it's very suspect. It, it's let us down a lot in the past, and we just have to hope that it can bring us some stability and 
I remember, I think in my postseason, in my preseason poll, I think I had the Phillies and the Mariners in the World Series. That's who I think is going to be a good, a big challenge because those Mariners kids, they know how to be as unpredictable as us. Yeah, if Seattle beats if Seattle beats Toronto, they're going to give Houston a run for their money. They are. They are. Yeah. So, Brett, I got to tell you, and Dave, same thing. I hate it when you guys have the Sunday night game of the week because it doesn't matter if I've just finished dinner. I want a cheesesteak because they're showing cheesesteaks all over the place. So, Brett, Geno's or, or Pat's? If you got to choose one, which one? Uh, I, I prefer Geno's over Pat's. But if I didn't give you that category and said Geno's or Pat's, what would you normally say? What do you mean? Most Philly people say neither, and they'll yeah. tell me some other place. Yeah, I'm not like that because I'm not going to send a tourist to some weird spot. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's big name things. That's just – that's one bad thing about Phillies. We got people that want to be like, oh, you can't like that. It's popular. Like, shut up, man. It's popular for a reason. <laughs> As a Philadelphian, I can agree to this. <laughs> I tell you what, though, boys, every Sunday night game you guys have on – we had one uh, about a month ago, and we had just finished dinner, and I was as full as a tick. And they start showing those cheesesteaks on there. And I'm like, about ready to call you boys up and say, hey, can you ship one to California? Those look good. Man. Yeah, we get spoiled. We don't really think about it too much because they're just everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. I can go 40 different spots in like a, where I can walk to. Same. I'm, I'm planning on trying to get out there next season. So I'm expecting a little tour from you and Oscar on, on the road. Oh, yeah. well, and we'll send I'll one out to that Tucson address for Danny, too. Our buddy Phil, captain, he'll show you around the city. There you go. So we'll go Danny, Jamie, and Mike, and then uh, Jason, you can wrap up the category. So Danny, uh, what, uh, again, same question, what do you think the biggest asset is for the Dodgers? And included in that, what team are you most nervous of playing? Or in Jackson's case and in Brett's case, they said, nah, we're, you know, it's us, right? Or David said that. So what do you think, Danny? Okay, I think our strongest asset is our top four guys. Mookie Betts. Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman, and Will Smith. I just, I'm telling you that I think they come up clutch. Um, the team I'm scared of the most is um, Team Kimbrell in the ninth inning. Um, so, no, seriously. seriously I don't understand. The team, the team that I'm most nervous about is the Atlanta Braves. I just see them, and I know, I know that – uh Houston has a few more wins, but here's the deal. Look, it's the hottest team. The hottest yep. team going yep. to the playoffs is the one that runs the deepest. And I think right now, um, I think the Braves are the hottest. Now, I know in their last 10 games, they're seven and three. I think Houston is seven and three, and the Dodgers are six and four. We're one less game hot, but no, we just did not have a good series against Colorado and and but I'm not worried about that. But I'm just telling you, the Mets, no disrespect to New York. I just – I see I see them being a little spent playing uh, uh, the – I see us going through that. Uh, look, Cardinals, man, Cardinals, what a beautiful season. And you're absolutely right. Wins don't give you a World Series. And the Cardinals are tough, but I just see the Braves – beating the Cardinals and I see it, the Braves and the Dodgers for the NLCS. And 
So if any team scares me the most, it's the Braves. Because if the Braves, if if the Dodgers get past the Braves, then Cody Bellinger is going to be the MVP, right? Of the, the World Series. Look, the World Series. he's going to shock you. He's going to have four home runs during the World Series. He's going to have like 11 RBIs during the World Series. And, and he's going to shock you. I mean, he'll probably bat 260, 270, but, but it's going to be clutch hits. There you go. There you go. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, Jamie. Uh, biggest asset is, um, yeah, just the team all around. We have all of our players are really good in their positions. Our lineup is pretty steady and stable. Um, the only person, like uh, Danny just said, is Kimbrell. Uh, I just would love for him to just throw a strike uh, and stop painting the corners and uh, trying to make people swing because seriously, bro, you need to to switch it up a bit. Everyone knows how you pitch. Um, but yeah, I think going into the postseason, uh, I am pretty uh, pretty worried about the Braves because they are matched pretty evenly with us and uh, just player for player, uh, pitcher for pitcher. I mean, just they're really, it's evenly matched. And I said this in the last podcast that, you know, if we do have to go up against the Braves, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm a little bit worried. So I think it was uh, Grand, Sam, Grand Slam Sam who said, you really want the Braves to be taken out by the Padres. And I'm just like, you're 100% correct. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yep. I love it. I love it. Mikey, what are your thoughts? Thanks, Jamie. Uh, well, Jamie kind of took mine. Uh, <laughs> the, the Dodgers overall, I mean, it's the Dodgers. That you know, from top to bottom, they're they're a team. Um, you mentioned the big four, um, but it goes beyond that. You you know, I mean, you're just getting professional at bats from from top to bottom, and uh, you know, the Braves. They're not my biggest concern because I think the Braves are all predicated on power. Um. I, you know, I think the Dodgers offense is more well-rounded. Um, you know, we didn't steal a ton of bases, but we have good, st- good team speed from top to bottom. Um, bullpen's amazing outside of Kimbrell. Um, I really <laughs> honestly don't see him being put in high leverage situations anyway. So, uh, you know, Evan Phillips and Tommy Canely really kind of locked it down the last couple of weeks of the season, showing what they can do. Um, yeah, my biggest concern will be uh, playing the Astros in the World Series. Fair enough. That's fair enough. I uh, And my I, World Series prediction was wrong. I had Dodgers versus the White Sox. Oh, yeah, so did I. So um, before Jason jumps on, my as – as I would say this, as a Dodger fan, my biggest concern is the team that's hot right now. That's the Braves. But I always have concern, Dustin. I got to give you guys props. Hats off to you guys. You guys seem to, with the exception of last year, you guys always seem to rock the Dodgers in October. And so, and I don't care if I'm looking at a lineup that I'm going, who are these guys? You guys always seem to have the number for the Dodgers. So, if you get yeah. past that and we see in the championship series, I'm nervous. 
Yeah, the, I mean, the, if it wasn't the, for Chris the, the Taylor in the ninth inning, I mean, they might still be playing that game. So, exactly, that's true. That's true. That's, what was that, Mike? Sorry, I was gonna say the Braves don't scare me. That you know, uh, Jock Peterson's not there this year. The only kryptonite that could keep uh, Jock out of the playoffs was the Giants. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, oh, he, he, or else he's always in the playoffs. So, the Braves lost that magic right there. So, yeah. They still have Eddie Rosario, though, if you haven't gotten over that PTSD yet. <laughs> and there we go. There's your top 10 stats guy. All right. Jason, uh, round us up. Biggest asset in this category. Biggest asset. And then after the biggest asset, who are you concerned about the most in playing? Sounds good. Uh, biggest asset has to be number 99. Batting him first in the lineup. Uh, I'm popping him in that lineup every single game to give him that five ABs and the potential for what he can bring to each and every at bat. I mean, uh, it, it, the season of a lifetime for sure, but you know, it's like 30 years ago, you never would have thought that you would see a power guy leading off. It's always about speed and, you know, getting guys on base and getting them over. But now, you know, to be able to have this, the, potential AL MVP um, leading off. I mean, and, and it just going from there, uh, he gets the party started, you know, he gets on base and he starts to, he gets things going and, and has a plan when he's up there. Uh, who knows what the damage uh, could be and who knows how far they could go, but he is the biggest asset. Um, and I think Rizzo is really kind of a quiet, understated leader on the team. Uh, because, I mean, they have solid defense for sure, but Rizzo is that guy that will, uh, if a pitcher misses, gets, doesn't get a call from an umpire, let's say on a 2-2 pitch, uh, he'll run over and uh, jump to the mound and try to settle the guy down. Or, you know, if a pitcher gives up a, a double into the gap and with two outs, he's going to take that ball over to Nestor Cortez, let's say, on the mound and settle him down a little bit. And that leadership that he's had, for, through all of these years, especially with the championship in Chicago, his leadership to keep the, that squad in, I guess, in the right playing mode has been key, especially through the ups and downs of this season. Uh, the team that I'm really, I don't know, uh, kind of concerned about the most is Tampa, obviously Tampa Bay. Um, Tampa Bay, they know how to play. They know how to win. You can't figure them out. Everybody follows their recipe for success. And they're always, all of a sudden you're down three, nothing to them before you know it. And they make things happen. But, you know, if we get through them, then we got to get, we got to get through them to get to Houston. So that's the, that's the bottom line. But Tampa, it, it, you know, if Tampa can beat the Guardians slash Indians and uh, give them a run for their money, we got to really play our top game uh, against Tampa to get back to Houston. There you go. I love that. I love that analysis. And, and I love what you said about Judge. My favorite highlight this year so far has Anthony Rizzo in it. And it's when he got hit in the tail feathers and the umpire said that he didn't try to move. <laughs> I don't know how he was supposed to, what's he supposed to do? Jump into the visitor's dugout to get out of the way. Yeah. But it was, it was, if you have not seen that, please Google that. I mean, it was a curveball that was behind him that he couldn't yeah. see and he tried to move, but apparently the umpire didn't see him really move. <laughs> was it Angel Hernandez? No, no, you wish it was. That would have been too right? easy. So, 
All right. So final question, and I'm going to, we'll go in this order. So we'll start with you, Jason, and then we'll go over to you, Dustin. Um, then we'll go Dodgers and then Brett and Dave in the East. And then we'll finish up with the current World Series champions because it is hard to repeat. Um, but Jason, first uh, part of the question is, what do you think your chances are at winning a ring and why do you win that ring? But if for some reason you don't think the Yankees are going to win it, give me your team that you think is going to win it. Now, here's what's on the line. If you're right and your team wins it, whoever you call, I'm going to get send you a top fan rivalry hat. Okay. If you're wrong, then I accept $100 bills sent to the address that Danny said in, in Arizona. Tucson, Arizona. Um, you know, make them out to Danny. I'm sure they'll get to me somehow or another. You know. <laughs> Anyways, Jason, go ahead. Right on. Um, I think our chances are about 28% right now because we're chasing that 28th ring. Um, I'm going to give us that 28% to chase that 20, that 28th ring. Um, you know, every game that we uh, can put in our back pocket as a W and uh, we'll be uh, getting us increasing those odds. But at this point, you know, I, I'm, there's still a lot of questions, as I said, about the team uh, up and down behind Aaron Judge. But, uh, you know, if we can straighten them out uh, going into the, you know, when we get into the, the ALDS, um, I think those chances will skyrocket. Okay. Agreed. Thank you so much. Okay. Dustin, uh, chances at winning the World Series, and do you have another team besides for that, and why are your chances as what they are for winning the World Series? Um, I mean, I feel good if everything that needs to happen happens. Uh, we're not taking a break. I'm glad we don't have a bye. Uh, we're a tough team, so consistently playing almost every day is good. We need to beat up on Philly a little bit, to tune ourselves up, uh, surprise Atlanta because they've been uh, they haven't seen live pitching in a in a few days. Um, and if the Dodgers get beat up in the NLDS enough and we take our momentum to them, we can shock the NL. And then, you know, if you get to the World Series, anything can happen. Um, mm -hmm. In the last two times the Cardinals won the World Series, there were three guys that won it, and then they're still on the team. Uh, Goldie and Arenado are veterans who are really hungry for a ring. Um, and we have a lot of talent in our rookie pool, uh, and that can, that can always be a difference maker. So we have that offense. We'll just see if the pitching can come along. Yeah. And you guys, I, I just want to know how warm it's going to be in St. Louis uh, come November 1st, 2nd, and 3rd when you guys are hosting games. I can't imagine it's going to be really warm if you guys make the World Series. It'll be warmer down there than it is here in Wisconsin, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, can, you, can you guys imagine a, uh, St. Louis, uh, a St. Louis Cleveland World Series? Like, you guys are going to need snow coats and everything like that for that type of thing. You'll get so many snow outs that you end up watching the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving and then the seventh game of the World Series. <laughs> so, but all right, uh, Jamie, take us away with the Dodgers. Starts with the Dodgers. Okay, so I, I'm, I'm not going to be like a cocky fan, but I really do believe the Dodgers are going to win the World Series. Just, uh, okay. just how how good they've been doing all year, and it's been pretty consistent. Uh, they've done really well at home and away. And that says something for a team when you can win just as many games away as you did at home. Uh, so that's a plus for them. Uh, the downfall I see is whoever we play, I just really hope it's not cold because I don't think our guys are really used to cold uh, living in SoCal. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I, I, I'm just, I'm, yeah, I, I believe that we're going to take it this year. Um, sorry, Jackson, Thomas. Nice. It's okay. Mikey, <laughs> My, Mikey, what do you think? Yeah. I'm, I'm really not concerned about any, any other teams other than my team. Um, if the Dodgers play like they can, you know, they can win it. Yeah. And, uh, they're just a solid ball club. So, yeah, we're our own worst enemy. I mean, yeah, yeah, Dodgers. There you go. Danny, what do you think? So, here's the deal. For me, look, guys, again, I don't mean to sound like a homer. I just have ultimate faith that the Dodgers are going to win it out. I do. And, and look, they're not going to skate by Atlanta. Atlanta's going to be their tough series. But I got the Dodgers winning in six. And, you know, Houston, the only reason I got the Dodgers winning the World Series in six is because I want them to win at home. Um, and But here's a beautiful thought. If the Dodgers play Houston in the World Series, win two at home and take two of three in Houston, Dodgers will have won the last two World Series in Texas. Um, so what needs to happen, really – our bats, we just need to be patient. We need to be patient. Our pitching, and look, I, you know, you can fact check me, fact check me, you know, but I mean, our pitching as of late, a little down a little bit, but I mean, we were only giving up three runs, two runs, three runs a game, and scoring 5.5 runs a game. And so it went up a little bit, did it? I think so. Uh, but uh, but you also have to remember we start playing small ball really well, so right. we normally we have been like not being able to score in extra innings. And the last I want to say last three times we had extra innings we scored, so it was, it's been kind of I might be off on that. Jackson could probably fact check me, but uh, I just know that we're actually being able to play small ball, which is not normal for a Dodger team. Right. Yeah. Well, and our e our ERA right now is 280. Houston is 290. The Yankees are 330. Um, and so, but I just I have faith in our team. And again, if we can just be patient at the plate and make the pitchers work, that's the other thing we were doing as a team. We were making the starting pitchers work. Amen. And getting them out by the sixth inning. And some of those games, we struggled those first couple innings. But I'm telling you, five, six, seven, eight, and nine, we have the most comebacks of, of all the teams in MLB. That's we're the comeback kids. So I just believe the Dodgers are winning the World Series. There you go. There you go. Uh, and to Danny's point, I've had conversations with most of you offline about this. And you need to have baseball IQ in, in October, you need to have baseball IQ at bats. What I mean by that, so Dustin, for example, if if Tio Albert walks on four pitches, right, and then your next batter gets up and he has a nine pitch at bat and he walks, but you see a lot of like balls in a row, you don't go up with your next batter and swing at the first pitch. Take a you got to have those baseball IQ at bats, and that's a part of what is big in October, which nobody ever talks about, but. You have those at bats; those are are winning uh, mantras for you. So, 
Which is also uh, one of the reasons why I think Dodgers are going to win because we have um, some of the most patient uh, batters. I mean, Muncie, but we also do have some of the most impatient, like M- Mookie and Bellinger. They, yeah, they, you know, they swing at the first ball. Mookie, Mookie, Trey Turner, Cody Bellinger, and Gavin Lux usually are very aggressive at the first and second pitches. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Socrates, uh, you're up. David, uh, what you got? Now, you guys are wondering where that came from. Dave waxed poetic on one of these things, and I call them Socrates because Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. I just watched it. So there's your reference right there. Socrates, you're up. Righteous, dude. All right. There you go. I feel like our chances of winning the World Series are probably at around 2 or 3%. Um, I'm sorry, Brett, but I just feel like while we have all the stuff here, it's also just we didn't play really good this year overall. We had so many good opportunities where we could have capitalized, but at the same time, we just didn't. And, you know, they added this third wildcard spot, and now it's just like, all right, we're going to just go to stumble in here and try to pretend as if everything's all right. Um, if we somehow miraculously ride the wave to the World Series, I would love for us to face either Toronto in a V-match of 93 and get revenge or Seattle. I'm going to ride with my prediction again from the preseason. Um, and I'm going to have the Phillies win it all this year. Okay. 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 I like that. I like that. What do you think, Brett? All right. So listen, the last time we were in the playoffs was 2011 and we played the Cardinals. They still got the same guys, and we love these guys. Pujols, Wainwright, Yadier, they're great. We love them, but their time has come and gone. Come the end of the weekend, just like you just celebrated Judge's seventh place on the all-time home run list, the Cardinals fans are going to be celebrating their sixth-place finish. The Braves, 93 all over again, baby. And then the Dodgers, is it really playoff baseball if we don't put the Dodgers out in the NLCS over the past 30, 40 years? Come on now. And then (laughs) – and then when we go to the American, like it doesn't matter because whoever we play, they're going to get the old one, two. Philly, hey. Dave, you're still invited to the parade on Broad come November. Wear a jacket. It's going to be a little chilly out. Oh, Dave, by the way, we're all going to be outside the stadium tomorrow watching the game. The Phillies are putting everything on. Fanatic's going to be out there too. I'm going to be at work all the way to the opposite side of the state. <laughs> Oh, hey, I'll call you. Hey, Brett, uh, what time's your game tomorrow again? 2.07. 2.07 Eastern? Yeah, so like 11 o'clock your time. Okay, <laughs> I might I might reach out to you guys and see if you guys want to do a quick live before the game starts. Uh, yeah, we'll talk offline about it, but we're going to definitely be out there. Saturday might be a little bit better, but we'll talk. Cool. I don't know, but I like it because it gets me through work then. I have stuff to listen to on the road. <laughs> There you go. There you go. All right. We're wrapping it up with the current, air quotes, current World Series champions. Uh, Thomas, why don't you start us out? And then, Jackson, I'm going to have you wrap us up. So, that, I, I had to go and change. Had to go change. <laughs> World Series beanie on. World October Series. October is for baseball. But, yes, uh, I need the Braves to just slide right into the underdog role. Don't want anybody to pick the Braves. We like being the underdogs. We like playing from behind. We like nobody choosing us and just shocking the world. So let's just slide right into that underdog role. 
shock the world. I see the Dodgers as a big threat, but the Dodgers are giving me eerily vibes of that 1990 Braves team making it to the World Series a bunch of times in a decade and only getting one championship out of it. So, hey, that's just what the Dodgers are giving me that feel about. So I like the Braves' chances. We have top three lineup. We have a top three um, bullpen. We have a top three rotation. We have a very strong team, but I don't want anybody to pick us. Let's slide into that underdog role. So I, I take that back. Both uh, Danny and, and Jason are sending me IMs right now saying they picked the Braves. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but there's been tons of people on our podcast that haven't uh, choosing the Braves. Uh, you're you're not that much of an underdog, hon. Sorry. Thomas, and I have to disagree a little bit with your shirt. October is for three things. One, October baseball. Two, you can legally watch Charlie Brown's Great Pumpkin Patch without anybody looking at you weird, right? <laughs> and three, you get to make the list of the family that you want to ditch for the holidays. And you just say, I am so <laughs> sorry. It just doesn't work out this year. What's four, and, Danny? And number four, Padre players asking other players for tickets to the playoffs. <laughs> oh, man, that was good. Yeah, that's good, Danny. Nice. I, I love how I love how Tom had to get changed when, um, you know, Georgia doesn't really receive a whole lot of snow. So what's the point of wearing the beanie? <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you don't like the Braves logo on the front, let me put the World Series logo on the front. No, 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 no. That's not what I mean. The logo on the front is fine, but why are you wearing a winter hat when it doesn't even get above, like, when does it get below, like, freezing in Georgia? What are you talking about? <laughs> hey, in Georgia, 48 degrees is chilly to us, okay? Let Bro. me have that. <laughs> I'm sure Justin's me over there going, I'm in Wisconsin, you guys. I'm in Wisconsin. <laughs> also, Dustin will talk to us about cold. Thomas has sensitive ears, man. He needs to get those sensitive ears covered. <laughs> hey, I, all, hey, all I have to say is I walked by my neighbor today again, and I told you guys about this before on the live, but – I walked by my neighbor today who's a huge Angel fan, and I his garage was open. He was in the garage, and I said, hey, golf season starts for the Angels today, doesn't it? Yep. Goes, yeah. I saw Mike Trout in the neighborhood the other day. <laughs> there you go. Now, wait, can I drop some breaking news here, Bill? Go. Thousands of tickets still available for the Cardinals-Phillies game tomorrow, starting at $11. <laughs> Even St. Louis. <laughs> All right. I bet you Thomas can auction off that beanie that he has and get 11 bucks for a game if he wants to drive on up there. I don't know. I probably could. This was a high commodity in Atlanta. Jeez, they won't yeah, even brutal. the Dodgers parking lot for 11 bucks. <laughs> that's true. Baseball heaven. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, if you guys are wanting to go to the game like tomorrow, it's but it's it's cheap enough, right? So all right, Jackson, round us up. And I have had All so right. much fun. And everybody stay on for the post game after we're done. But Jackson, wrap us up. I mean, you don't need to put defending champs. Back our noise for Jackson. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> you know, you don't you don't need to put defending champs in air quotes because unlike the Dodgers, the Braves won it in the full season. Um, oh, here we go. That's <laughs> so, No, no, I, I understand. He's bitter that that he's bitter that that they choked a three-one lead. I get it. It's cool. I mean, I know you're not. I over mean, when you have ha half an elbow left in your starting rotation, it happens. But, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> Anyways, Jackson, keep going. But yeah, I, exactly. 
I, I think the Braves probably have the best chance out of all the teams that have won the World Series recently to repeat because they've, they've gotten better. They got Acuna back, and, you know, I sure. think the extra days off are going to benefit his knees because I think a lot of people forget he almost had a 40-40 season a couple of years ago, and having a guy like that at the top of your lineup for a team that won the World Series the year before is something kind of scary. If I had to go up against a team like that, I'd be absolutely terrified. So, you know, I think the Braves have a pretty good shot. Again, they're their greatest enemy. It's, okay, it's I, got, that. I got a question for the Braves fans. Okay. Okay. And, and seriously, um, I, I try to I try not to be a homer. I try not to be a homer. So real quick, um uh your first baseman, Matt Olson. Was that this year, just this year, not future, just this year. Do you think that was an upgrade over Freddie Freeman, or is it still you miss Freddie Freeman? I mean, it, it's about the same. I mean, Matt Olson finished tied for second in extra base hits in, in the major league, so he, he did his job, and that's all they really needed out of him. They didn't need him to be Freddie Freeman. They just needed a, a, a power bat. Okay. I'm going to go the opposite way. I miss Freddie Freeman. I miss the leadership. I miss his numbers. I miss what he did in the clubhouse. So I do miss Freddie Freeman, but – Ask me that question again in three years. It might, it's going to be completely different. All right. Probably true. That's probably true. I just like his walk-up song. Freddie's? <laughs> Freddie Freeman's walk-up song. I like it. It makes me want to dance. Awesome. Well, for everybody, Jamie was the lone ranger this, this night, and she made all you women proud. I've been wow. getting text messages and IMs from the gals that couldn't make it tonight. Um, but for all of you guys on here and gals, Jamie, you guys are fantastic. This is what makes Top Fan Rivalry awesome because it's fan involved. And so you guys get to talk about your teams, what you see. We get to have some fun, some laughs. Um, you know, it's 92 degrees out, but Thomas is wearing a beanie right now. So it's okay. It makes sense. <laughs> uh, but it's uh, it's a brisk 92 and Danny's given us his address a couple of times, which is awesome. But this is something that I just absolutely love doing. And so Mikey, Jamie, Jackson, Brett, Danny, uh, Jason, Dustin, Thomas, David, you guys are all fantastic. You're aces in my book and I appreciate you guys staying up for some of you on the East Coast late. And so thank you so much. And for you, Top Fan Rivalry uh, uh, followers out there. David's got an article dropping here in the next day or two that we'll be discussing um, the teams that have had the best record and actually won the World Series. And Jason's got an article about pitching and how it's the key. So make sure you want to you want to listen to those or read those and then tell us what you think about here and follow us on Instagram and and Twitter. I will make sure that every single one of these Instagrams is mentioned when we drop this tomorrow. Also follow Top Fan Rivalry on Locals.com. You can follow it for free. Um, if you want to show a little support, you can do that too. Danny. So seriously, everyone listening, follow these guys. It's okay to follow other teams, other fan pages. Also, all of these guys, they do their homework. They let you know about their team. So you want to know about an opponent you're going to play? Follow all these accounts. Check these guys out. Girls too, sorry. Um, and the other ones that could not make it, check them all out. Follow those pages. You yeah. won't regret Oh, yeah, specifically Jackson. Jackson is just, like, amazing with stats. That's why I really hate bringing up stats when Jackson's on with me because I know that he's just going to be like, uh, Jamie, I need to fact check you on that. Uh, it was actually 
A, B, and C instead of X, Y, and Z. So, um, yeah, okay. He had that look, Jamie, when you were saying something, he had that look I know, like, he had that look like, uh... Oh, I'm checking this now. What's funny is... This crew is crazy. She, she mentioned the home runs. I already had it pulled up, so... I know you did, and I know you did. I'm like, I, I said it, and I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. I know he's going to be like, but Jamie, wait. <laughs> You guys have been fantastic. Have a wonderful evening and enjoy the rest of it. We'll see you in a second on the post game. So hold on.